Hello. Okay. Is it me you're looking for? I had you on. Hello. It's been a while, my friend. I know. I miss. I just. I miss. I too miss. I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed very difficult to say. <laughs> I. I. I miss. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing that I'm feeling, and I don't know how to feel this feel. <laughs> Feelings. <laughs> I'm feeling. <laughs> Oh, how are you? How are how is general life? General life is okay. Yeah, yeah. Major good. cramps right now. I'm pretty grumpy. Oh, fun! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good episode. Then. How's the uh, the other side of period life? Uh, about the same. Mm. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Same amount of cramps and same amount of grump. Mm. Mm-hmm. At least you get something cute at the end. Well, yeah, but it also poops. <laughs> it's not self-contained. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can't sleep through it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Oh, my God. Um, Hi. Jenna's grumpy. This is Sitting Crooked. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna is grumpy, and this is Sitting Crooked. Confirmed. The podcast about Jenna being grumpy. And, and uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting here on, like, three pillows on my floor with a heat pack, and I tried to get Ellie to lay on my stomach, but she would, ha- she was having none of it. <laughs> she wouldn't... <laughs> Wait, your 30-pound dog wouldn't sit on your stomach? Well, I used to do that with, like, my dogs that I have, like, my family dogs. It's a wiener dog, so they're perfect. You just, you lay them over your uterus, and they're, like, little tiny heat pumps, and they're the perfect amount of weight that you feel like you're getting hugged, but you don't actually have to touch another human. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Is that how that works? It's exactly how that works. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they don't tell you that in like the dog books, but that's how that works. <laughs> the dog books. See, <laughs> I had a German Shepherd growing up and a Rottweiler, and those things would not sit on me. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a f- weird update thing. Ooh, okay. If we're if we've introed ourselves, I believe we have. Okay. <laughs> We said oh. my name about five times, so the other grumpy person is Angie. Oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> I'm hey, eight. I know, I know her. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm eight months pregnant and miserable. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I'm the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> and together, <laughs> we are your uncomfortable team. <laughs> all the hormones, just hormoning all over the place. Yep. On yeah. all the spectrum of hormone spectrum. Um, speaking of uncomfortable, have you seen all these articles about uh, the the Handmaid's Tale um, costume? No. <laughs> so they made like this. Um, oh, what's her name? Offred. What's her? What's the main character? Yeah, yeah. So they made like her like red outfit with the like. The cat thing. They made, thing, they made yeah. like a sexy version of it for Halloween. <laughs> oh my god. Like, That's no. so inappropriate. The point. You've missed it. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I thought you'd get a kick out of that because I know you actually lent me your sister's copy back in the day. And um, Such a good book. I love it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to look up this um, costume Please right do. now. It's like fishnets and the whole shebang. <laughs> it's it's worse than like nuns and any other 
thing. Like, sexy Rick Grimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. It's yeah. like a sexy devil costume, but they just gave her a little pioneer hat. Yeah. Instead of horns. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, yep, that's probably about one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yep. So there you go. That's my contribution to the podcast this week. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks, Internet. Ah, <laughs> uh, the worst. I have uh, I have two random contributions. Yay! So one <laughs> just it made me miss. Um, I was in I was in the bathroom at work and I was choosing what stall to go into, <laughs> and I realized that I do a really weird thing, and I. I, I believe I have some sort of sixth sense when it comes to bathrooms. <laughs> when you walk in a stall, or when I walk in a stall, I swear that I can feel the temperature difference if someone has recently been in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's oh. slightly warmer. And I'm yes. like, no, someone has recently been here. I'm choosing another stall. <laughs> we're not talking about the seat. We're talking about, like, just the just, air. Just the air. Yeah, you just, you open the door, you step in, and you're like, no, I feel someone's presence here. <laughs> the ghost the of someone's fart. And fart. sometimes if other people are in, I don't, I don't like the idea of people judging me for choosing stalls. So <laughs> if someone is outside the stalls in the bathroom, I'll just stand in the stall that I've wrongfully chosen and wait for them to leave, and then I'll switch stalls. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So there was that. I get it. It's like when someone sits in the stall next to you when you're trying to pee. And like every other stall is open. And they sit like, no, no. You keep in a, you keep your distance. One stall difference. This difference? Distance. The other thing I don't like is the way that our bathrooms are set up at work. When you are washing your hands and you look in the mirror, you can see all the feet of the people in the stalls. And sometimes people's feet are like really far apart. And I'm like, I know exactly what you're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hunker down. Yep. I know your strategy. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and my other one was I was I was reading an article that came out about the Danforth shooter. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm sad to say that I've completely forgotten what I actually wanted to tell you, but I wanted to tell you something about it. And I was typing it in. And when I type in Danforth on my um, phone, it wants, it suggests an autocorrect to sanity. Oh. Isn't that creepy? That's a little weird. And I thought it was just like a fluke. So I like tried it again. Same thing. Danforth. Note, did you mean sanity? Like. That's yeah, I don't like that. That's weird. Yeah. So yeah, those are my random contributions. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Uh. <laughs> good. Good. What are yeah. we talking about today, Jenna? So my topic makes me really happy, and. It made me even happier when I did my actual research for it because I found out that a New Orleans serial killer is connected to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Somehow that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just picturing like when I read the fact about Nicolas Cage, you know, that meme that everyone uses of Nicolas Cage's face. That's yes. all I picture. Oh my god, this this is not the first time Nicolas Cage has come up in our podcast either. Really? His, yeah, his collection of shrunken heads. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> there was this a website. The Nicolas I... Cage. <laughs> this is the Nicolas Cage podcast. Oh my god. A karaoke Nicolas Cage podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, we should turn all his movies into musicals. Oh no. Sung by ass. There, um, there, there's a website, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, Things as Nicolas Cage, and it's just his face superimposed on, like, <laughs> everything, like, everyday objects, like, this guitar case or this pickle. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm, as you say that, I'm pretty sure I've seen a Nicolas Cage hot dog. Yep. Yeah, probably yeah. from the same site. Yeah. 
Oh, I love the internet. Similarly, (laughs) I follow uh, an Instagram account that's um, like Meryl Streep as different food. Yeah, you showed me that. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Um, So yeah, today we're going to talk about Marie Delphine McCarty. Who that? All right. You probably know her from um, a character in American Horror Story. Fuck, I fucking knew you were going to say that. The first thing (laughs) that came to mind, I'm like, no, no, no. These are not the same things. It's not like they're both in the same city or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, listeners, if you've ever seen the Coven season of American Horror Story, Kathy Bates' character, based on a real person... And we're going to talk all about her. Oh, man. Because this bitch is evil and is connected to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Kathy Bates is related to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is how things just degrade into madness. <laughs> it's a broken game of telephone, which is just the way Angie communicates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just how society communicates, like headlines. Like that would be our headline if this was a paper. <laughs> Just Kathy Bates related to Nicolas Cage. Did you know? <laughs> oh my god. All the fake news. You'll never guess what their family tree looks like. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, right, hit me. So yeah. Uh, Marie Delphine McCarty is Irish and I hear it in my head. I'm just like McCarty. <laughs> Um, she See, was born I hear in New Orleans. Jamaican, which is <laughs> how do you hear that as Jamaican? I don't know. And I said it, and it sounded Irish. So who fucking knows? <laughs> oh, all right. There's tons of those Jamaican Irish people running around New Orleans. Oh yeah, you know, looking for Nicolas Cage. Um, intolerance to pain and <laughs> <laughs> and oh. general anesthesia. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, go. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so Marie was born in New Orleans on March 19th, 1787. And she was one of five kids. Um, her family was well off, pretty prominent in society, well respected and all that. Um, not too much I'm going to share about childhood. Uh, in June 1800, uh, she married her first husband, who died. <laughs> And then in June 1808, she married her second husband, had four kids, and he died. In June, this lady loves getting married in June. In June 1825, (laughs) she married her third and final husband, uh, Leonard Lewis uh, Nicholas, not Cage, LaLaurie. (laughs) And that's how she's more commonly known as uh, Madame LaLaurie. Okay. So she and her husband bought some property on a main street in New Orleans, uh, specifically 1140 Royal Street. And it was a, they said it was a two-story mansion, but I think it's one of those old-timey things where it's technically three stories, but they don't count the first floor. So the second floor is the first story. You know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's a thing it's a thing anyways good old big ass mansion good old math big ass mansion and it also included slave quarters so she lived with her um husband and again like she kind of maintained her status that her family had she was prominent well respected known all that sort of stuff but there were always kind of rumors floating about about how she treated her slaves and it was one of those where in public she was completely respectful of them she was very nice and polite and almost the op- like complete opposite of what you would expect from a slave owner but in private she was just abusive and horrid mm. so these rumors kind of went around Um, But no one could really verify anything that was happening. And uh, at one point, because of all the rumors, a local lawyer was sent to basically just remind her and her husband of the 
I guess there were laws in place by this point on the proper upkeep of slaves, but he investigated and he didn't find anything, no evidence of mistreatment. Okay. Um, so people were like, okay, whatever. But then in April 1834, there was a fire at the mansion. And this is pretty much the turning point. This is what completely exposed all of her horrific behavior. So the police and fire marshals showed up at the house and they found the origin of the, hi- uh, the fire, which was in the kitchen, where they found a 70-year-old woman chained to the stove. Holy fuck. And she had set the fire as a suicide attempt. She was told that she was going to be taken to the uppermost room in the mansion, like by um, Delphine. And she said that slaves taken to that floor never came back. So she was just trying to avoid punishment. She did not want to experience what went on in that room. So she tried to just burn the whole fucking house down. Jesus, man. Yeah. So obviously fire in a big mansion of a prominent family there were all sorts of bystanders and whatnot on the street and there was a bunch of volunteers that wanted to double check the slave quarters just to make sure that everyone went out like got out okay and safely but the uh delphine and her husband refused to give them keys even to the fire marshal and police what so they broke in So the volunteers, <clears throat> right? Like, You're like, um, fuck you. <laughs> we have a warrant. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> oh. So the volunteers ended up breaking in, and this is where they found a terrible scene of seven slaves that were all horribly mutilated. They were suspended by their necks, wearing these big spiked collars. Oh. Their limbs were completely stretched out and some even torn. Um, They were all emaciated. They had obvious visual signs of whip marks. And some were found in very restrictive postures so they could not move at all. And um, yeah, they had like these big spiked iron collars on. Um, So kind of after the fire and whatnot settled, like these details leaked out into the general public so mobs started attacking the mansion and basically they just destroyed everything they could because they were they were trying to stick up for the mistreatment of these people um the slaves that were found they were alive by the way (laughs) these seven um individuals oh they were taken to the local jail for public viewing what I don't know why they were taken to the jail for public viewing, but they were, and over 4,000 people showed up to look, to see them. <laughs> you look like you're in horrible agony. <laughs> Let's put you on display. Yeah, why not? Fuck. As if your dignity hasn't been stripped enough as a slave. Wow. Yeah. So they were also, I guess, in the investigation and trying to clean up and all that, some light digging in the yard uncovered bodies um, of... Others, past slaves, past employees, including some children. Oh. Yeah. I, I like the <laughs> like the light digging part. Light digging. Well, it's <laughs> not like they're going in there with, like, excavators. It's just... No, know, just but pushing, even back then, they need some... to bury, <laughs> bury people deep enough. And she's just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm Kathy Bates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do what I want. So one of the victims of the fire was a woman who had her arms amputated and her skin was peeled in a circular pattern. And basically how people described her is that she looked like a human caterpillar. (gasps) No. Yeah. That is not a very human caterpillar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, she probably is. They were all like starved. <laughs> she's oh my! Hung- she's actually she's actually the hungriest of caterpillars. <laughs> this is how the book evolved. <laughs> this was the unpublished, uh, the unpublished version. They just, no, no, it's just been passed down like enough that it's just changed and changed yeah, completely. Changed. Yeah. Well, it goes back 
Disney, right? The original Disney yeah. Tales fairy tales. Yeah. This was the original Caterpillar fairy tale. <laughs> um, another woman, her, how do I explain it? So basically all of her limbs were broken over and over and over again, but each time they were reset at a different like angle and position. Oh. And at the end of this process, she was described as looking like a human crab. No. Yeah. Fuck. There's this was on like something similar was on the Laura podcast. I don't remember where it was, but like a very similar thing would happen. They'd like they kept breaking bones to like mm. uh, like reform people into some like whatever the desired shape was. Ugh. Well, I thought that um, the, like, foot binding was bad. Like, breaking the the toes and stuff. But imagine just applying that to your entire body. Like, oh, I want you to be this shape. Let me slowly <laughs> force your body to heal in that position. You're going to be a crab now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The Halloween that doesn't end. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hungry crab. Um, <laughs> crab the crab a pillar <laughs> crab a pillar um another thing she did in her pastime for funsies was she would disembowel her victims and then she would like wrap the intestines around their waists and then just <laughs> leave like hang their bodies up and leave them to rot oh what the fuck come on what? You're going to be the prettiest princess in New Orleans <laughs> with your sash. I was just like, just, just going to give you a little sash here. <laughs> and get all your badges to pin on it. Dance around <laughs> your mushroom and have a grand old time. Oh. Fire starting badge earned. <laughs> First aid badge. If Crab you can put yourself together, badge. get it. Oh. oh my god. Oh, fuck. Um, wow. There was some... Yeah. It, it's suggested that maybe she didn't work alone because one of the other things that she did was she would basically take animal feces and stuff it in someone's mouth and then sew their mouth shut. Oh. So they're thinking, like, it's hard to do that unless they're already incapacitated. It's hard to do that by yourself because there you kind of need, like, one person to hold them down and another person to sew oh. at least. So they're they're thinking either, like, her husband helped her or she had some other partner. Um, but that's unconfirmed. Jesus. Yeah. So... Going back to breaking and resetting bones, um, there were a few women that were found and their bones were broken, twisted, and reset so that they would perfectly fit into these tiny cages that she had. Oh. And um, another one was found in a tiny cage and both her arms and legs were missing. What the fuck? She's just bored. Like, how... <laughs> How bored do you have to be to, like, start? Stop. <laughs> I feel like she wasn't given toys as a child. Uh, yeah, or, like, I don't know. Oh, fuck, man. And, and the worst part, like, while I was doing this research, and I'll just keep reminding you as well, <laughs> is all of these people were found alive. No. Barely, <laughs> but they were still alive. So this bitch was all about the suffering. It wasn't just the thrill of death, as it were. It was all about process. the suffering, the control, the process, exactly. Oh. Yeah. This one, this next one freaked me out the most. Um, so these men were found with holes drilled in their head. Again, alive. Uh-huh. So one of them oh, one of them had so he had a hole in his head and it was full of maggots. Oh. 
that lived there and were just like feasting on the flesh and his brain while he was alive. Oh, that's very Dahmer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no. Ew, yeah. ew, oh, God. They'd be like wriggling and like. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So an- another man found with a hole in his head had a stick in it that she used to stir his brain. <gasps> oh, that. That reminds me of the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> you know what? Like when what's his when face? he when he flips his cap up and scratches his brain. Yeah, what you're thinking of yeah, exactly <laughs> the doctor. That. Oh, oh, I never liked that. Yeah, it just the way it jiggled wasn't even as a seven year old. That wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So she would stir. Stir his brain. My brain is ticklish now. Right? Like, I just want to hold it. I just want to make sure it's in there and safe. It's like chills, but in my brain. Brain chills. (laughs) You know, when you have a freezy, brain chills. (laughs) So, her... It was said that, like, she would flip out on her slaves like for the smallest tiny things so punishments were common uh usually it was like whippings and beatings but if that wasn't enough or you know it's your second strike or she's just been sent over the edge with you then you're taken up to the attic and that's what the woman who was chained to the stove was talking about the uppermost room in the house and if you went to the attic you didn't come back oh and the attic was essentially her torture room. Oh. Yeah. But to make it even worse, when she was finished with a victim, she wouldn't remove the dead bodies. What? So Why? they just kept piling up. So if you were up there in a cage or chained up or su- suspended from the ceiling, you were surrounded by all of her previous victims that had already died. Oh. What? Why? Why? Clean up after yourself. <laughs> Fuck. I'm telling you, she didn't have toys as a child. She didn't learn cleanup time. <laughs> she didn't learn a lot of things, apparently. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. Like, the Who? smell Who? alone. Like, I... I just think, like, ah, uh, uh, like just the visual of like gray flesh and the flies and the bugs and like, mm-hmm. yeah, the smell. But then everything else, like, around it. I feel like the buzzing would make you crazy, and like the releasing of gases and like the sloshing of oh, oh bile and whatever's left in your body, just like decaying and i'm just picturing like that really hot humid weather oh yeah because we're in Orleans, aren't we yep oh in the attic too in the attic (laughs) that's like the basement (laughs) the heat you'll we'll never know oh no so not surprisingly a lot of slaves attempted um suicide Fuck. One 12 year old girl, and this was actually the um, one of the reasons that the that that lawyer went to go investigate um, because this was a more public display. Uh-huh. Um, a, one of the slaves was a little 12 year old girl and she was brushing the madam's hair and she hit a snag. No. So the whip came out. And she was running from her. And Delphine was chasing her. And they got up on the roof. And she jumped off. (gasps) Oh. Yeah. And she buried. She basically just got her other slaves to throw the dead body in a well and seal it up. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh. she was found later. Uh, I don't like her. Right? <laughs> she's not she's not very nice. <laughs> so she had four kids. Two of her daughters lived with, with lived with them, and they were also accustomed to beatings especially if any of the daughters tried to sympathize or empathize with the slaves. So like if they tried to feed them or talk to them or show any kind of kindness, the daughters would be punished. Oh. Yeah. So going back to torture devices, your favorite thing. Yay. We talked about the spiked collars. Yep. So the spiked collars were spiked on the inside and they worked in a very particular way with how the spikes were placed where if you took a breath, you're actively killing yourself. (gasps) No. Because of how they pierce. So you can either hold your breath (laughs) and die or you can breathe normally and just let the collar do its job. How close to your throat does that thing have to be? Like, and it was like it was really big too, so it it restricted all of your head movement. Oh no! So you couldn't move at all. Like the only only movement you had was your breathing. Oh! So every time you took a breath and like your throat moved, they just like continued to pierce. Oh! Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> I'm like holding my throat trying to see like how close it would have to be (laughs) the answer is very uncomfortably close (laughs) (laughs) oh Jesus yeah so apparently she saved her worst like tortures for male slaves not that anyone got it easy but she seemed to have a particular hate on for the male slaves they were um more often found found with um evidence of torture methods that were like less severe but sustained longer over a period of time if that makes sense so like yeah um fingernails being ripped off (gasps) oh Eyes being uh, pulled out. Genitals being sliced off. So the women obviously suffered as well, but theirs were a little more to the point, relatively speaking. Jesus, man. And she she seemed to be a lot more detail-oriented, I guess, with the men and, and torturing them in these, like, smaller but terrible ways on top of all the other stuff, like stirring their brains. Uh. Yeah. So her post fire life, <laughs> which is basically what exposed her for what she was, was not well documented at all. All we really know is that after that mob attacked the house, she fled to the waterfront and she moved to Paris. And my favorite part is that her death is also unclear. So they have two suggested um, methods of her dying, I guess. Buried alive. (laughs) The first one is that she died in a freak boar hunting accident (laughs) in Paris. Isn't that not so, like, freak accident, though? Because boar hunting is extremely dangerous. Oh, no, I know it is. But I just found that so funny. (laughs) like oh you know i just (laughs) it's like the most random thing yeah um and the other one doesn't really allude to her death but it was said that a cemetery um maintenance worker dude found an old cracked copper plate in St. Louis, uh, St. Louis cemetery that read Madame LaLaurie, December 7th, 1842. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So how does this relate to Nicholas Cage? <laughs> well, yeah, right. So <laughs> the mansion is still standing. Ooh. 
And Nicolas Cage bought it in 2007 and actually moved in, hoping to inspire a horror novel. (laughs) Which did not happen. Isn't Nicolas Cage, like, completely bankrupt? Because he's bought all these, like, weird, random, like, collection of fucked upperies? Yeah, him and Johnny Depp. (laughs) And that's a fan fiction waiting to happen. (laughs) The financial adventures of (laughs) Cage and Depp. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Something, something, slash, something. I don't know all the terminology, but... I just want the appendix to be just statements of their credit cards. <laughs> but it'll be like it'll be like when you go to a sex shop and it's like Black Cat Studios or something. It's <laughs> not actually like a legit business name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like Little Mama's Erotic Bakery. What? <laughs> All the penis cupcakes you can handle. (laughs) I went broke on penis cupcakes. (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) if you're going to go broke, it might as well be cake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'd much rather eat a penis cupcake (laughs) than than just a penis. (laughs) (laughs) Than what? Cake is better than silicone. I don't know. (laughs) Cake is just good. Um, (laughs) So yeah, the mansion stands. uh, It was unchanged until around 1836. um, And then in 1888, it was turned into a public high school. What? That seems like a terrible thing to turn that into. (laughs) Right? And then after that, it was turned into a conservatory of music. Okay, that's a bit more, like, on brand, <laughs> I guess. What was that on brand? No. It's, I don't know. Anything I say is going to sound terrible. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, a harpsichord. <laughs> that's the soundtrack to all these tortures, and that's... <laughs> Oh, man. That degenerated very quickly. (laughs) Ellen degenerated quickly. Um, (laughs) So that and the conservatory ended up um, not going so well because there were accusations of the main teacher of um, inappropriate conduct with his female students. Torture. It didn't not say torture. <laughs> Let's say it was torture. <laughs> so that means it's torture. It was then turned into an apartment building. And everyone noped the fuck out because everyone was convinced it was haunted. And they yeah. said they were woken up by the sound of chains, the sound of screaming and all those sorts of stuff. So apartment building didn't work out because everyone moved out. and No one wanted to live there. Fuck. It was, I think there's two that are my favorite. So this next <laughs> one is one of them. It was uh, then turned into a refuge for lo- for young delinquents. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you steal one more candy bar, you're going to the attic. Um, <laughs> it was then turned into a bar. Okay. <laughs> It was then turned into a furniture store. <laughs> what the f- And then it was turned back into a luxury apartment building. <laughs> you just slap luxury back on there. <laughs> like, oh, it's, no, it's nice. Luxury, now without ghosts. <laughs> um, and then in 2007, Nicolas Cage bought it for $3.45 million. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And apparently he had experience with hauntings as well, and his horror novel did not work out. 
And then in 2009, the property was listed at $3.5 million, mm-hmm. but it ended up going to auction for bank foreclosure, and it was purchased <laughs> at $2.3 million by... Um, Johnny Depp. Reg- by... <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Um, by the Regions Financial Corporation. What the fuck is that? Now it's a bank thing? Oh. Bank head office thing? What the fuck? Or it's a front for an erotic cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Regions Financial Corporation slash penis cupcakes. I feel like that would look pretty legit on a credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So, yeah, that's uh. Madame Delphine LaLaurie and her terrible, terrible treatment of her slaves. Shit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I gotta say, though, somewhat related, like, Kathy Bates makes a hella good bad guy. Oh, she, yeah, she did a fantastic job. Oh, like, she's so fucking... Oh, I don't know. Like, she's the kind of She's got the kind of face when she's mad or like mad acting <laughs> that I'm just like I, I, I don't, I don't want to cross you. Like I don't, it's, I don't want my I cart think... to run into your car at the shopping place, <laughs> <laughs> the shopping mart. <laughs> <laughs> just a... she. I think I think part of it is because like she's not um, like she's very. This is going to come up. Bear with me. She's very like homely looking. So you kind of expect her like she could definitely pull off the warm nurturing mother and that sort of a thing. But then like when she has you ran into my shopping cart face on, it's like (laughs) she has no soul. There's no I'm slightly mad. There's no I'm disappointed. It's like straight to I have no limits. She's... I mean, this this character was like made for her. I mean, just looking at her roles in uh, in Misery and in yeah. Dolores Claiborne, like, mm, <laughs> that is that is just she is the perfect whatever that is. Like, she personifies. She's like the Kleenex of facial <laughs> tissue. <laughs> she's the Kathy Bates of Kathy Bates. <laughs> she's her own brand that's right thank you (laughs) i'm like oh man i am not gonna dig myself out of that one but (laughs) you say you are gonna mop it up with kleenex (laughs) and some light digging (laughs) some light digging that's right oh man no but it's i mean it's scary because like watching when i first watched coven um the american horror story i think it's the third season like, I knew she was based on a real person, but I just assumed that her character and the actions and the types of details they included was way exaggerated. Yeah, like, they took some liberties with it or whatever. Yeah, but it turns out she was way fucking worse in real life. Oh. Like, she did some terrible stuff in, in the show as well, but, like, it was just a fraction of what this lady actually did. Fuck. And I'm surprised that she's not more well known i mean all of us know our our basic our basic bitches of serial killers ah, <laughs> our pumpkin that. spice lattes serial killers <laughs> pumpkin spice dommers um <laughs> but like she's way worse than any of them i think yeah that's fucked and for a female too because i feel like there's not a lot of and i'm probably gonna put my foot in my mouth saying this but there's not a lot of female serial killers out there that are as well known with as much gory details as this one yeah and did you know that female serial killers make 10 cents on the dollar for every dollar (laughs) go get your your offered costume we're (laughs) we're going to i was gonna say congress and i'm like we don't even know i don't even that's not even a thing we're going to capitol hill parliament hill we're going to Canada. We <laughs> We're going to Ottawa. We're going to get some beaver tails. That's right. We're going to tell Trudeau and our 
costumes about some stuff. Fishnets, beaver tails, fair wages for female serial killers. <laughs> All I just saw was a sexy beaver and fishnets and gills. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see the Spongebob movie where Patrick like cross-dresses and he puts on fishnets? <laughs> no. I just remember oh David Hasselhoff. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Wow, shit, she's fucking nasty, man. I don't like her. Oh, dear. That is the worst thing. I remember I was babysitting some kids, and they their mom rented the SpongeBob movie for them, so that's what we watched, and then that popped up, and I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. That's a... That's a... That's a, a lot, lot of... It's a lot of starfish going a, on. A lot of boot and a lot of starfish. <laughs> I wish my starfish looked that good. <laughs> Pink and fishnetty and <laughs> mine looks up. more like a beaver. <laughs> Sexy beaver starfish. <laughs> Listeners, what are you? Are you a beaver or a starfish? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> I just don't have time to be a starfish and it's itchy. <laughs> 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 Go to the sexy cupcake store and get some like stencils. <laughs> wow. Uh, we are way off topic. <laughs> right. We were talking about parliament and justice for justice for female serial killers. That's right. No, but seriously, it's true though. Like how many female serial killers are there that you know well of? Honestly, I can name two. Carla. I don't even know if Typhoid Mary counts. I think so. Because she, well, she didn't really know until after. She didn't know that she was killing all those people until after. Right? Mm-hmm. Or did she? Because they're like, oh, did. you're immune. And she's just like, I don't care. I'm going to cook for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Try and stop me. And uh, what's her and name? From- Florida. Eileen Warnos. Those are the two that pop into mind. Mm. But, I mean, their methods were pretty, like, basic. <laughs> pretty pumpkin spice. Because, <laughs> like, Eileen Warren was just thing. shot it's like- people, right? Like, that wasn't, I don't know, that's that's not creative. <laughs> I like my she serial killers with a little pizzazz. Oh, right? Like a little something, a little, a little DIY, a little Pinterest Michaels in there. Right. Some, yeah. some cursive letters and whatnot. <laughs> some stencils. Scrapbooking. Scrapbooking. <laughs> so <laughs> make your own handmade Christmas kind of serial killer. <laughs> That's what yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> Everyone gets an ornament. And this chick falls into that category. Yeah, I'd, I'd freaking say so. Oh, like, she probably kept all those fingernails and made a nice collage out of them. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what her trophies looked like. Or she had them. Well, I guess I maybe the bodies that she piled up were her trophies. That's what I was going to say. I think I think that entire attic were her trophies. Like, that whole space was just her, her hall of fame. Her trophy cabinet? Yeah. Oh. I want to know, like... Okay. I want to know what her husband knew. I want to know if she killed her first husbands. I was, my mind immediately jumped to that when you said it. I just like wrote it off as that so quickly. Like, like yep, an she assumption. Killed them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's it. She killed them. Nope. <laughs> um, no, like the, but the devices themselves, like the spiked collar and stuff, like, do they just have that on hand or did she have that custom built? And like, Maybe or, she had her other slaves make them. And that's, I'm so glad you said that because that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, maybe it's even worse than you go to the sp- fucking spiked collar penis cupcake store. <laughs> this bitch truly is DIY. They're literally making their own <laughs> oh, collars. That's so bad. Yeah, no, that wouldn't surprise me. But I'm also thinking like, I guess from my understanding again is that she was she was quite prominent in society i'm sure she had her 
her people and her strings and stuff everywhere that people would listen to her. And it probably and wasn't do what even she that, wanted. Yeah, and it wasn't even like it probably wasn't that frowned upon either. Well, I found it's like, like correcting a, a a child was like beating your slaves, right? Like it's it was just so common practice and like regulated that they didn't nobody batted an eye at it. But I wish I wish I better understood this specific time and what it was for where they were because based on what the research said, like, remember that the town, the rumors were going around and like the town was upset. So the lawyer ended up going over to make sure that she was following the laws around upkeep of slaves. Oh, so what, what were those laws? So clearly there was some sort of basic human. What's the word I'm looking for? Like rights around owning slaves like owning other people was still legal but there was some sort of parameters around how you have to treat them and maybe what kind of facilities or sustenance you have to provide them what what year was it that the the lawyer came um let me double check i'm just curious like how close we were to the civil war at that point i don't american history is kind of like to me but not that it's not interesting. I just have no interest in it myself. <laughs> um, we're looking at early 1830s. When was the Civil War? I don't know. <laughs> Jenna. I was hoping you would know. You brought it up. Let's Google yeah, this I quick. know. Well, that's where I was going. And then uh, 1861 to 1865. So 30 years before. So it was still. Mm-hmm. A... Okay. Never mind. Dead thought. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, and I mean, like, people were, right, like, that mob that attacked her house attacked because of the way she was treating her slaves. Interesting. Yeah, I that, that being said, I don't know what, um, like, ethnic background those people were from. Like, were they African-American and that's what the mob was? Or was it other, other slave owners who were like, what the fuck, this isn't okay? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, hmm. I thought New Orleans is like one of the worst states. Yeah, I think of uh, South Carolina, Kentucky, and New Orleans when I think of like the worst treatment of slaves. But that's based yeah. purely on like random facts that I've gathered through various media and like books that I've read. And well, taken- if it helps, I like the the two places that I think of are South Carolina and New Orleans. Okay, so. so- <laughs> <laughs> By that logic, we have to be right. Exactly. God damn. Yeah, I mean, if it's bad enough for... Let's just say that they were, like, slave owners that were rebelling and being, mm-hmm. like, boisterous. Like, <laughs> how... If you're in one of those places, like... And it's bad and you own slaves, like, fuck. Yeah. Uh She's not a very nice lady, Jenna. And I'm I'm always interested to know in these scenarios what, like, if this, if she was born in a modern time, what would her killing look like? Because I'm assuming that some sort of urge or violent tendency or whatever that that tick in her is would still be present. It might just be expressed in different ways. Ooh. So. She, you know, had had a bit of a, I don't know, foot in the door type thing with already being able to have slaves and it being somewhat acceptable to, like, punish them and keep them in line and stuff. Yeah. So that was kind of her her in. So what what would she do in, in modern society? Masturbate vigorously to the most fucked up ends of the internet. I wonder if she would be... Like a Tinder person. Like like luring people over Tinder. Oh. I don't know. I feel like having the internet might just keep her at bay. I wonder I how many know. lives the internet saves on a daily basis. She stirred brains. I don't think anything on the internet can give you that kind of satisfaction. <laughs> well, I mean... Jello's just not the same, Angie. <laughs> we just need to go to the dark web and we'll 
find all kinds of things that we don't want to see or know about. <laughs> oh. Well, that's a good one. She's nasty. I know. Oh. This, it, again, it's just the fact that they're still alive. It's one thing if it was like, oh, she stirred their brains and then they died. It's like, no, they are actively living and she just comes up every now and then and stirs their brains and pokes their eyes out and that sort of thing. And then it's <laughs> like, all right, see you tomorrow. Simmer for a bit. I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Aww. Yeah, put them on the back burner. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, Marie Delphine McCarty. Damn. Mm-hmm. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. That's Kathy Bates. It's just a weekend for Kathy Bates. <laughs> what? <laughs> just, just a standard <laughs> weekend. I'm trying to find my... I had another page because I had... I had taken it out because I listed all of her, her, all of her kids' names because they all had, like, the exact same name but just in different orders and I found it really funny. <laughs> One was, like... Marie Louise and the other one was Louise Marie and then one was like Louise something else Marie and it was just like all variations of the same three names jumbled up. I think she was just like well if I lose one of them at least I don't have to remember <laughs> the new name. <laughs> yeah probably. Oh, well a lot of people did that not just her. Lots of people did that. In, in snow the Snowball too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Louise Marie too. Um, my, I don't know. That reminded me of my my brother thought that he killed his kid's hamster the other day. Oh no! Because like it was, so they have they have like one of those balls and they let it roll around when they're upstairs. Uh-huh. And he was holding it, and I don't remember what it was, but something scared. No, it wasn't in a ball. He was just holding it and something scared him. So he went, oh, and kind of shook his hand and the hamster like just got shocked (laughs) and then kind of tipped over and wasn't moving. And of course, it's so tiny. You can't really tell if it's breathing. And my brother was like, oh, my God, I just I just I just killed the hamster. I just I just scared the hamster to death. I have to go out and buy a new spinny tonight. Yeah, I um <clears throat> had a hamster expire in the ball. <laughs> <clears throat> um, yeah, it it I forgot that I had left him <gasps> in his little travel ball. <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> I I know I'm not proud what of it. His, what was his name? I don't know, Snowball too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of my hamsters' names. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> I know. It makes me so them. sad. Uh, well. <laughs> so you just forgot your hamster was in the ball. Well, yeah. I know. I had another hamster who would get into the walls. That was the worst. Oh my god. <laughs> At least in the ball it was contained. <laughs> <laughs> it would get into the walls and then just like kind of peek out. And I'd be like, what the fuck? get the fuck out of there and I would just be like <laughs> look at my cute little nose I'm gonna go Aww. poop in your walls now <laughs> yeah I so. had a I, <laughs> I had a roommate in university who had she had a bunch of like she had a bunny and a hamster and all sorts of stuff and she would let her same thing like let her hamster out in the ball and just like run around the main floor and our landlord had a dog so <laughs> oh no our dog, like the dog Sadie, she would chase the hamster around in the ball. And like, if she caught it, she would kind of like swat it back and forth like a cat would, <laughs> which was usually okay. That poor hamster is probably scared to death, but which was okay. Except one time um, she chased it down the stairs. <laughs> and the ball just went bouncing down the stairs. Oh my God. I don't know how it survived, but it did. Oh, well. I was kind of hoping that I would die and I would feel less bad about forgetting mine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so yeah, listeners, we have two questions. Who is your favorite female serial killer and what was your hamster's name? Yep. <laughs> if you can remember both, then you get a cookie. You get a penis <laughs> cupcake. 
<laughs> yeah, you get an erotic cookie cupcake. Oh, God. Wow. You got a frosting penis with your name on it. <laughs> Written. No, never mind. <laughs> oh, good. So we're on uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, subscribe to this nonsense. Yeah, if if you dig it, um, it's a labor yeah, of love. Absolute absolute nonsense, but we enjoy it. We hope you enjoy it. We hope it makes your car ride or your jog or your family gathering that much easier. Yeah. Share us. Um, yeah. Gatherings. It's Share ca- our Canadian cupcakes. Thanksgiving is coming up, so <laughs> spread the word. Oh, yeah. You also have to tell us if you're um, a starfish or a beaver. <laughs> I don't even know what the difference is. <laughs> I don't even know what I am. Well, I'm pregnant, so I'm probably... <laughs> Based on what I know, I think you're a starfish. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure you're a starfish. Okay. Oh, based I, on complaints you've had before. Are we talking about like capacity of hair? Not capacity, but like grooming tendencies. Oh well, okay. Well, like I said, I'm hella pregnant, so I'm a fucking beaver right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're allowed. Ah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Subscribe to the oversharing nonsense that is this podcast. Yeah. Learn all about Jenna's grumpiness and my pregnancy and whatever else we talk about. Penis cupcakes, torture chambers. All the good stuff. All the homely stuff. Shit you never wanted to know, but kind of did. Now you do. Yeah. (laughs) Now you do. And it's stuck in your, your brain hole forever. Yep. Just like the hamster in the ball. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> good good